Good morning. We're looking forward to a special day of prayer for our missionaries. We're going to hear from some of our missionaries in person and on the screen. Psalm 67, 4 and 5 says, Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. And that's our, our, our desire to see that the gospel goes not just uh, across the street, but around the world to those who have never heard of the name of Jesus. And we want to pray for that today. And uh, we're blessed to have missionaries all around the world who are working to do just that. So pray with me. Father, thank you for this time this morning. Thank you for these people that are here. Um, Lord, uh, we're a little discombobulated because of the time change. So be with us and, and help us to focus on what you have for us today. We pray that we would sing, that we would pray along with those who are praying up here, that we would be reminded uh, who our missionaries are, where they are, what they're doing. Lord, we thank you that Dee Lassie is here with us for the education hour and that we can um, learn more about prayer walking and what it is to pray for missionaries. Uh, God, reorient our hearts today. Um, Help us to have a good time uh, eating together at the potluck and uh, bless uh, all of our time today. May we be here to make you known uh, all over the world. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys blessed my heart. Thank you. Uh, before I started, I wanted to let you know that out there on the uh, um, the little kiosk that's just outside the door, there are some postcards there so that you could put those on your refrigerator and remember to pray for us as we're out on the mission field. We also have some information brochures for those of you who don't know about our missionary field. So you can take some information that will give you a basic rundown of what our mission is all about. We have uh, hundreds of little towns scattered across the North American continent uh, in the United States and Canada that have no evangelical Christian presence. Those towns tend to be in decline because the agricultural world, for the most part, that is surrounding them has tended towards more and more automation. This reduces the number of jobs available. And so, as you can imagine, here's dad who's farming 1,200, 1,800, 2,000 acres. And the kids, they don't have any opportunity to do any more than occasionally driving a tractor or driving a, a combine or something like that. They go off to college and study computer science and, well, you know, there's no computer science jobs when they come back home. So they tend to move to the big cities and that's what tends to lead to the decline of the population in these rural areas. So the towns then become places of refuge for those who are uh, economically uh, disadvantaged or are looking for or on a fixed income and looking for a cheap place to go live. So they come to the small towns in America. That changes the nature of the towns from being agricultural to being more sort of like communities of refuge. And there are all kinds of problems that people have in those kinds of situations. Addiction is probably the number one. There's an opioid addiction problem in rural America right now that is unprecedented. Uh, it, It affects almost every community. We've seen some of it in Endicott, and of course it goes all throughout our county. Just to kind of hone in on where we are, we're on the east 
side of the state of Washington in Whitman County, which is like one county up from the southern border of Washington. We minister to a town called Endicott, Washington, that has approximately 300 people. So, yeah, it's a megalopolis. Um, and the, uh, the town of Endicott is uh, primarily retirees and uh, other people that are there for refuge from economic situations and a few holdovers from previous generations when it was very much an agricultural community. Uh, our church, Endicott Bible Church, is um, approximately 12 to 20 people, depending on what Sunday you're talking about. And uh, you would think, okay, wait a minute, how is it possible for a church that small to have a vital presence in a community like that? Well, here's the thing. We never talk about numbers in village missions. We are not interested in things like how many people go to your church. It's not our concern. What is our concern is how vital is the faith that those people going to that church have. That's the concern. Are they growing spiritually? So we are constantly talking to our people about reading the word, staying in prayer, and being faithful in service. Cinda, why don't you tell them about the prayer chain that they've got going? Yeah, our ladies, um, we, our, our church is primarily women, <clears throat> um, and the ladies have really bonded together through Bible study and prayer. And um, just recently, one of the ladies decided it would be a great idea to start a text prayer chain. And um, one of them starts every morning with just a really quick one-sentence prayer and they all chime in and so we've got a our mornings begin with prayer and through this the ladies all can encourage each other and have just become um, a, a pretty important prayer force in town while the men tend to shy away from things spiritual there are a few we have a grandpa, grandpa, uh, who's uh, closing in on 90, and uh, he's the last remaining holdover of the original population that was there when we came, um, which happens in these rural churches. The populations tend to change over time, uh, and you know, so it is always a challenge to keep the growth going in that fellowship as we continue to try to speak to new people as they come in. And we've had some amazing answers to prayer. Um, we have a couple of people that have just come out of nowhere and shown up at our church and just start plugging in and, and growing in the Lord and reading the Scripture and having their eyes open to the Word of God. It's been a, a privilege to be part of that. But, again... We come here, this is home. And you are our family. <laughs> and you know, not a day goes by, that, and I'm serious, not a day goes by when we don't pray for you. And Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 is really the prayer that we often use in thanking God for you. 
For this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his great might, that he has worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the one to come. And we pray for you, and it would be really slick if you would let us know any specific prayer requests so we can continue to pray for you. We love you. As we come back together, please remain standing as we stand and continue worshiping our Lord and Savior this morning. Please stand and worship with us. I lift my eyes up. I lift my eyes up, up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from you, maker of heaven, creator of the earth. Oh, how I need you, Lord. You are my only hope. You're my only prayer. So I will for you to come and rescue me come and give me life I lift my eyes up up to the mountains where does my help come from my help comes from you Maker of heaven, creator of the earth. Oh, how I need you, Lord. You are my only hope. You're my only prayer. So I will wait for you to come and rescue. Come and give me life. Oh, how I need you, Lord. Oh, how I need you, Lord. You are my only hope. You're my only prayer. So I will wait for you. 
to come and rescue me. Come and give me life. I lift my eyes up, up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Please be seated. One, three through twelve. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world. It is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with, all, with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And that's the good news of Jesus and that's the good news that we are here to spread all over the world. Um, John Piper has famously said, um, the, the three options for missions are go, send, or disobey. And so we want to encourage you to consider going. Um, I would say young people, but Fred and Cinder are here, and they, they were a little younger when they left. <laughs> but if God's calling you to leave in midlife, you better leave, because he's calling you. And for the, you young people um, who are considering what God has for you, perhaps it is to forsake uh, comfort and forsake uh, your home country and go far away to tell people about Jesus. For those of us that are here, it is our job to hold the rope. Um, we are to give and to pray, and that's what we're uh, emphasizing today. So what we're going to do um, in this next portion of the service um, is something that we normally do in November for the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, but we're going to, in a minute here, break up into small groups. So include those around you, invite people in. And there's going to be seven prompts for prayer on the screen. In your worship folder, I want you to grab the, the one with the pictures of our missionaries. It has their pictures and their names. Some of them you don't know because you're new to this church. Or you've only been here for a couple of years and they haven't been back yet. Um, but some of these missionaries you know. Not all of our missionaries are on this, um, but most of them are. And so what we would like you to do in your small groups is, especially for those that you have a connection with, that you know, to pray one or two or three of the prompts on the screen for those missionaries in your small groups. We're going to set aside a time to do this. Um, and as you think about that and kind of some of you guys prepare, get ready for this. Um, I want you to notice on the pillars um, around the church that um, we have uh, prayers and scripture on the first pillar on either side. On the second pillar, we have specific prayer requests from our missionaries and on the back pillars, we have praises um, for that we have heard back from our missionaries. We sent them emails over the last few weeks to get specifics from them. 
um, and you're, uh, feel free to go read those and look at those um, in between the service um, and um, just be uh, encouraged, be reminded, be inspired uh, by our missionaries. So at this time, um, if you guys could break up into groups, so maybe your family's big enough to just whoop, close up the family there or invite some others into your family, but we're going to spend 10 minutes um, praying for our missionaries via the prompts. Um, did I give you the prompts? I'm talking about prompts, and I realized I didn't give you the prompts. Well, what we are going to do, minus the prompts on the screen, is get really creative in praying that God would both encourage our missionaries, that he would help them in what they do, and that he would um, minister to their hearts as they are on the mission field, and that God would grant them financial support, um, prayer support, and that the Lord would do great things through their work. If you know what their work is by looking at their picture, you can pray specifically for that. And I apologize. <laughs> Jeremiah's probably back there scrambling. What, where is it? Um, let's break up into groups right now and go ahead and pray for our missionaries. Respond to our Lord and Savior in worship and song. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands. My name is written on his heart. I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me thence depart. No tongue can bid me thence depart. When Satan tempts me to despair, Tells me of the guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end to all my sin Because the sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied To look on him and spotless righteousness the great unchangeable I am the king of glory and of grace one with himself I cannot die my soul is purchased by his blood my life is hid with Christ on high with Christ my savior and Christ my Savior and my God. 
as we continue in prayer, we want to share some of the verses that our missionaries have shared that are meaningful to them, some of their answered prayers and some of their prayer requests. And so I'd like to start with Selvin and Lori Maz Luther. And the verses they'd like us to hear are Philippians 1, 3 through 6. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray for them. Lord God, our Father, we come and we bring Selvin and Lori to you and their family and the ministry down in Guatemala, Lord. We, we start with some praises and some ways that you've answered prayer. We praise you for the, the gift of the van that you provided their ministry vehicle when their other one was dying. And Lord, we praise you for, more importantly, how they've been able to use it to bring people to church every week and recently to take a group to a, a Harvest Bible conference and, and seminar, Lord. And We thank you for providing that physical need that has spiritual ramifications. Lord, we thank you for the financial assistance for the two families that they are trying to help and mentor and and bring from the brink to a place of sustainability, Lord. We praise you that they've also been able to help the 17-year-old girl finish high school and just that you've provided the resources for that through your church and through your work, Lord. We also lift them up to you as they shared with us as they look to reach the students at the University of San Carlos with the gospel. Pray that you'd give them clarity of vision, that you would give them a path forward of how to best do that and how to reach into these students' lives and to show them the love of Jesus and that they need Jesus, Lord, and in life with you. Lord, we pray for their church as well, that you would bring spiritual growth and a spiritual depth to that church, Lord. We pray that you'd bring, allow them to reach out to their communities and bring more people in. We also pray for their financial support, both for them and Harvest Bible University, and, Lord, that you would provide for every one of their needs. Right now, their car insurance coming up, but that you would continue to show yourself faithful as they reach this area for the gospel. Thank you for them, Lord. In your name, amen. I get two missionaries, so bear with me. It's going to be a longer one. Um, so the first one is Rancho Santa Marta, um, and they shared these verses, Philippians four nineteen through 20, and my God will supply every need of yours according to the riches of his, in his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. They also shared James 1, 5. If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. Let's pray for Rancho Santa Marta. I'm dear Father God, I thank you for Rancho Santa Marta for um, just our longstanding history with them, for our ability to go down um, and support them tangibly in so many ways. Um, God, we praise you for just the amazing growth that has been happening in their school, um, for the expansion now through kindergarten and um, from kindergarten to 12th grade, um, and for their first graduating class this year. Um, in high school. Um, God, we praise you for just the opening of another home for the older girls and for um, some of the young men who have been able to um, 
move on from the ranch and um, provide for themselves in the surrounding areas, Lord, and just for the legacy that um, Rancho Santa Marta has and is continuing to spread throughout um, Baja California. Um, God, we continue just to pray for um, the house parents and for just um, your provision and um, sustaining power in them, God. Um, Rancho Santa Marta just shared about just a lot of the hurt that these students and these kids that live on the ranch um, have and how the house parents just have diligently served and um, continue to serve and love on these kids, even in the midst of difficulties. Um, Scott, we praise you for those parents. And we thank you, God, just for your um, resources that you continue to supply for Rancho Santa Marta um, and for just your timing and everything that is going on in their ministry. God, continue to be over it and protect it. Um, continue to work in the streaks mess and in the cools. Um, God, just to know how to lead and to continue to um, protect and to grow this ministry and um, to know where you're leading it in the future. In your name, amen. And the second one that I have is the Boyds, um, and they shared Philippians 4, 5 through 7. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds um, in Christ Jesus. Sean actually shared two whole books with us <laughs> and he was like, pick any verses. So, um, we didn't want to read you two whole books of the Bible today. <laughs> One of which was Job. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> not, not what we were going to do. So we picked a verse in Philippians, which was one of his. Um, so let's pray for the boys. Um, dear Heavenly Father, God, we just um, praise you for the Boyds. Um, God, we know that their life has been just um, a whirlwind of moves and job transitions and multiple languages and um, just seeming chaos a little bit sometimes um, and a lot of transition for them and for their kids. Um, and they are on the heels of yet another transition. Um, but God, we praise you that the family is all in agreement with this next move, that they are all um, looking forward to it and planning for it, that they are on the same page. God, we praise you for just protecting their family in that and for um, just preparing their hearts and preparing the way for um, Sean and his uh, new work that he will be doing. God, we thank you for just um, blessing Sean in his work with TWR and um, continuing to um, put him in places of great influence. Um, God, would you protect his heart in that and would you um, just continue to... Um, call him to you and to um, just have him leaning on you. We pray for Laura as she will be, um, while they're still in Cyprus, leading some women's Bible study um, while the, the normal leaders are gone. Um, God, just be with her in that. Speak through her. Give her wisdom in how to lead these Bible studies. Um, also give her wisdom in knowing where and how to look for work um, in North Carolina when she moves um, back. God, we praise you that she will be able to go back to work. We just ask that you... Um, just give her wisdom in knowing how to balance still supporting Sean and his ministry um, while also being able to go back to work and um, raising their kids um, as they are raising them. God, we pray that you would just be with Sean. Um, we praise you for some recent just recovery of some medical issues that he was having. Um, God, thank you for having your hand over him in that. Um, be with him as he is going to be traveling just a bunch um, with the coronavirus and the travel bans and the um, issues. God, would you just keep... Um, Sean healthy? Would you keep him 
safe. Would you just continue to open the doors that he needs opened as he is traveling, Lord? Um, just keep him healthy so that as they're making this transition over um, seas and moving, um, so that the whole family can just remain well and be able to make this transition um, as easy as possible. Um, God, we praise you and thank you for them and um, look forward to seeing them soon. In your name, amen. Good morning. I've got two families too, the Pinas and the Cools. And this is the verses that the Pinas asked that we share. Colossians 4, 2 through 4. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Pray for us, too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. Pray that I will proclaim the message as I should. And so we can pray for them. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the church growth. We thank you for the men responding to the call. We thank you for the addition of an evening service and, Lord, for the need for more chairs. Amen. Lord, we just lift up Brother Tiago as he shares your love and truth in their sister church as they've gone through some very difficult times. Lord, we thank you for the addition of their adopted daughter, Louisa, and we pray for her continued spiritual growth and for that of the whole family. We are confident that you will complete the good work that you have begun in all of them. And Lord, please give grace in regards to Luisa's Portuguese paperwork as it needs to be completed. Amen. And then for the cools, they ask um, for uh, Psalm 23, 1 through 4. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff, they protect and comfort me. Let's pray. Lord, we lift up the ministry of Richard and Starla Cool as they minister in their home church in Wyoming and as Richard ministers in several churches in Mexico and India. We thank you for the marital growth at Psalm 23 Church in Guadalajara, and Lord, we ask that you please supply the needs for their growing church. Please strengthen and guide the missions team that they've sent to the Yucatan. We thank you for the growth of the new Aurora Church in Guadalajara and for those recently baptized. Lord, we pray that they would continue to grow in you and seek you and be able to listen to your spirit. Lord, we ask that you please heal the wounds of the church in Bernal as they move forward now after some very difficult times. We pray for the school in India and that you would provide teachers and that you would guide Richard as he trains pastors in the area. And dear Lord, please continue to guide and protect the cool's kids as they grow, as they work, and as some continue in school. Amen. So we are going to be praying for the Jenkins family first. And uh, we consider the words of Proverbs 16.9 and James 1.5. Proverbs 16.9 
The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. So join me as we pray for the Jenkins family. Father, I don't really know the Jenkins family well, but Father, we know that you know them perfectly, and you know everything about them intimately. You know all of their thoughts and their needs, their victories, Lord, and how they serve you. Father, we pray specifically uh, for the furlough trip that's coming up for them. They're planning a trip back to the U.S. this summer, and we pray that uh, they would have discernment and clarity as they make their plans. Father, we pray that you'll open doors for them and cause them uh, to feel a real peace about uh, this trip. Father, we pray also for uh, the new ministry website that Tim is working on. Um, we pray that they will finish it or that Tim will finish his portion of it uh, before their summer trip. Father, we praise you also for the safe and healthy home birth of Kaylee Joy in August of last year. And we thank you for a quick recovery for Kirsten. Lord, we also praise you for the ministry results of 2019. 1,183 people spoke with uh, their team, the team that Kirsten and Tim are on. 75 were open to talking about God's word and learning more about Christ. And six people were connected to a local church through their ministry. Lord, we also ask that you would meet all of their needs, including fellowship and financial needs. Now we uh, pray for the Tribbles, Fred and Cinda, and we consider the words of Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved, who keeps uh, you uh, while, I'm sorry, he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So let's pray for the triples right now. Father, it is a privilege for me personally to pray for Fred and Cinda. Uh, We have a history with them, both as a church, but personally, Lord. um, You know that uh, I grew up with Cinda and with her parents, uh, knowing them through our church together, how um, she came from such a godly family. We just praise you for that. We thank you for Fred and how he served with us here. Um, he served on the elder board with me at times and for a number of years. And so it's a privilege to lift them up to you now uh, for these things that they need, um, that they desire, Lord. We pray specifically for two reliable vehicle replacements soon. We know that they need uh, new vehicles and that uh, we ask you'll just provide and meet those needs. We pray for Fred and Cinda's retirement planning. We ask for the ability to meet their emotional, mental, financial, and also their spiritual needs, Lord. As the town that they're in is really small and they have a limited number of people uh, to work with, 
Uh, Father, we pray that you'll raise up even more friends who can comfort them and encourage them in their work with this little city. We pray for continued health, for ministry, and for hiking later this summer. And finally, we pray for continued growth in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So next we have Lynn Hawkins and John and Dorothy Davis. Neither of them shared verses, so I asked Happy if I could pick a couple, and he said yes. So um, I chose a couple based on their prayer requests. The first one is Deuteronomy 31.8. It is the Lord, Yahweh, who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And 2 Corinthians 4, 7, and 16 and 18, starting in verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Verse 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Um, Lynn and John and Dorothy, I believe, are both in their mid-80s. And... um, I hear it's challenging the older we get, even more so. And so that's a lot of what they had asked for prayer for. So um, let's pray for them. Father, I thank you for your faithfulness, that you promise that you will be faithful to every generation, that even to our old age and when our hair is gray, that you will not leave us, you will not forsake us, you will carry us even then. And so, Father, I just um, thank you for these precious missionaries who have given their lives decades and decades to your service. Um, Father, I thank you for the work you've done in Lynn over the years, being in Zimbabwe for over 40 years and back in the U.S. We thank you for the work that you have done in and through her as being a CASA advocate with the children in the court system for the uh, women's prison ministry she's been involved in, as well as even now she tutors and mentors kids in the schools on a weekly basis. We thank you that you've um, enabled her, empowered her to still be actively in ministry. We thank you, Lord, that the issues she was having with her eyes and her throat have been um, stabilized. And... Lord, it just was apparent that her heart is for the people that she ministers to, that they would first of all be saved, and that for those who have been saved, that they would grow spiritually. So we pray for that. We pray specifically for the five children that she had represented, um, that they call her grandma, that the home that they've been placed in, Lord, it's not a believing home, but we just pray that those parents would be saved. We pray that the children would be saved. And 
that you would accomplish your good purposes there. And Lord, we also pray for strength and stamina and wisdom regarding her health, uh, the issue with her lungs that the doctors aren't really sure what's going on. I pray for um, discernment there and for healing. And also, Lord, as she's been told by the cardiologist that she's not ready for heart valve surgery yet, we pray that she would be able to rest in you and trust you with the timing of that. Thank you. And, Lord, we do thank you for John and Dorothy Davis as well. We thank you for your faithfulness to them. We thank you, Lord, that you began the good work in them and you will be faithful to complete it. Thank you for the many, many lives that they've touched over the decades of working with international students and how that ripple effect has really gone all over the world in ways that there's no way that they can fully comprehend. Um, We pray for comfort and encouragement during this time of great physical pain and financial difficulties. We pray for Dorothy's health. Uh, with her eyes and her neck and her spine. And as well for John, Lord, as he said, he is daily fighting feelings of failure. And he's not able to see a clear path forward. God, I just pray that you would have mercy on them, that you would pour out your grace and your peace and your comfort on them, that you would show them that you are a God who can make a way when there doesn't seem to be another way. So, Lord, we look to you expectantly and trusting that you will provide for them. Pray that you would encourage their hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. And I have the privilege of praying for Joelle and Madeline. Which one's first? Madeline. Okay. Um, They also did not provide verses, so I had two that immediately came to mind for both of them, actually. Um, For Madeline, um, Psalm 8411. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And uh, for Joel, um, Philippians 419. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Jesus Christ. Um, Let's go ahead and pray. Um, Lord, I just want to lift up Madeline to you right now. Um, I pray that uh, even now on uh, Sunday, Lord, as she has um, gone to church and as she... um, continues to transition back into being in France, Lord. I pray that you would give her strength and supernatural um, ability to rely on you in every uh, transition that she's going through, Lord. Um, We want to praise you for the big request that she had of um, receiving a visa that will be renewable from France instead of having to come out here to California and um, going through a much more rigorous process to get that approved, Lord. This is something she's been praying for for two years, and you have provided and you have given her this wonderful opportunity to be able to do that, Lord. Um, I also just want to lift up 
um, her current requests to you, Lord, that she would continue to be effective in relationships both within her church and with all the people that she encounters in her different ministries daily. Lord, I pray that you would give her opportunities to share your word, to share your love, and to share all the ways that you have strengthened and encouraged her in her uh, ministry walk. God, I pray that you would continue to pave the way for her in uh, ministries anew, in things and transitions, and um, in uncertainties in her ministry, Lord. France is a um, very dark place, Lord, that has rejected many of uh, the things that you have provided for it. Lord, I pray that you would help Madeline to be a light Help her to be a light to um, all the people that she sees daily, the people that um, really need encouragement from you, Lord. You are a sun and a shield, and I pray that you would protect her and guide her, uh, especially as uh, she is um, out on the missions field by herself. I pray that you would give her uh, strength even more so that comes from you, Lord, um, as she's doing this on her own. I'd like to also lift up Joelle to you right now, Lord. Uh, This is an incredible praise that she was able to purchase her house. You provided. You gave her the opportunity to really be able to do something that she was unsure whether she'd be able to do, Lord, as she had many supporters drop off and she was uncertain about about payments and being able to meet her monthly goals for support, Lord, but you provided a way. You gave her the opportunity through OM to be able to um, support her in addition for the work that she is doing with them, Lord. Um, I also just pray that you would continue to provide more support and uh, support from places that are unexpected to her, Lord. I pray that you would give her much peace about that situation and that you would um, help her to realize that you are in control and that you have a plan for this portion of her life. I pray that you would continue to guide her in her leadership at her uh, job at OMUSA. God, I pray that um, as they go through many transitions and as they uh, figure out how to expand and grow so that there can be more support to send out more missionaries, Lord. I know that also makes work more difficult and um, much more strenuous, so I pray that you would give her the strength to be able to go to work every single day and to uh, know that she is working for you and that you are good and you are you are using her to help others um, also share the gospel. But you are uh, good and you are Wonderful, Lord, and I pray that you would continue to show that to Joelle, that in the midst of uncertainty and and times where things are changing, that you would be with her. And also be with her as well um, as a single missionary, Lord. Pray that you would help those at OMUSA to gather around her to give her strength and to just let her know that she's not alone in this uh, service of you. I pray these things in your name. Amen. Well, we sang some... Uh, easy words to sing on Sunday and hard words to live on Wednesday afternoon. That we'll surrender all, that we live and die for this cause, that we would go. We just sang that. You know, you just said that, right? I would go to the ends of the earth. So we're asking that God would rip some of us away from here and send us to the ends of the earth. And maybe that's me.
and maybe that's you. Um, be open to that. Um, I want to pray to end our service, um, but before I do that, I just want to remind you that we are also in the midst of our um, faith promise re-upping this year. Um, there's a basket in the back in between Jeffrey and Tim um, that is for uh, the faith promise cards to be filled out. We received three last week. We're looking for 30-something more um, for you to commit to giving a, a, an amount per month to support our missionaries. Um, if you just put money in the bag as it goes by um, without designating it, none of that will go to missions. Um, we have a separate missions account, and we do that on purpose so that you can do business with God and decide how much to give to support um, our missionaries. So I encourage you to do that for the month of March. We'll have that available for you. And I do want to invite you back. Um, we'll take a, a quicker uh, break time in between and come back into this room. Um, we don't have uh, our Sunday school classes today. We're going to be hearing from Dee Lassie, who flew in from Idaho. Um, she's going to teach us um, about prayer walking, um, a, a very interesting way that you might be able to incorporate into your own life and that we might be able to incorporate into the life of our church. So I invite you to come back quickly for that. Let's pray. Lord, we have sung and, and prayed um, for people who are scattered across the globe today. And um, we think of the many churches in our area right now that are meeting. We pray that the gospel would go forth clearly and that you would send revival to Orange County. Um, you know that we need it. Oh, Lord, I, I just uh, think today of um, who am I that you would love me, that you would send parents and Sunday school teachers and Awana teachers to lovingly and repeatedly share good news. Lord, I think of those um, in big cities, in small towns, in jungles, and on the plains, billions who have never heard the name of Jesus. Help that to affect me more often and help us as Village Bible Church. Um, Lord, help the, the churches in Orange County, the churches of California, the United States, to be wrecked for those who have not even the chance of believing because they don't know you. Send more of us, Lord. Help us to um, sacrifice so that we might um, give more. I pray, Lord, that our church will be able to support more missionaries this next year so that many would hear. And Lord, thank you for the privilege it is to gather here without persecution, to come to use a sound system, to gather openly, to sing, to pray, to eat, to listen through an amplification system. Goodness, Lord, you've given us so many blessings that we take so often for granted. But I pray that you would um, convict our hearts. Lord, not that we feel guilty, but that we'd remember the greatness of your love for us and the love that you have for all peoples and the task that you have given to us, the cause that you have given that goes above a, a comfy retirement, that goes above um, a nice house. Lord, that we would consider how to follow you in these things. 
And now to him who is able to strengthen us according to the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has made, been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for worshiping with us this morning.